All right. And here we go. Tired of Halloween parties that really bite? Huh? Come to Knott's Halloween Haunt. Aren't you afraid, Grant? With dozens of horrifying rides, shows, and attractions. I'm scared still. It's the biggest and scariest Halloween party in the world. With 11 mind-twisting mazes, monsters, mayhem, and madness. So hurry and get your tickets to Knott's Halloween Haunt before it sells out. They're tickets to die for. Welcome to the Theme Park Junkies podcast, as we are a little uh, <laughs> a little hot today. Uh, this is the hottest and the now the spookiest podcast on the web. My name is Ryan. I'm joined here by Jay. How you doing, Jay? I'm uh, doing very well today. Did you I'm, like that uh, little commercial? I did, except for your little technical snafu there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it'll have to do. We've had a lot of snafus this morning, but here we are uh, live in back in charge the theme park junkies yeah what a uh, what a junkie day so right. i'm uh it's it's kind of early are you are you at least enjoying a beer today as we do this well i've lit some candles for myself and yeah. i've uh poured a glass of wine you've set the mood do. huh yeah you know so, some pinot grigio nice uh, and yeah we're ready to to a special edition of the the show i would say with an actual guest today. yeah so we have a, a special guest today he's a i would say a theme park haunt enthusiast who uh what i consider probably the biggest horror fan that i know wouldn't you say uh the same i'd say world famous superstar world Let's famous superstar um, yeah between haunts and movies he's like <laughs> mr horror and uh so he's going to talk to us today about his his experiences in uh, the horror Southern California region and what he's experienced because there are so many now. There's there. So before we even get started, I want to say, have you heard of SoCal Haunts Haunt List? That sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. It's online and there's like a gazillion of them. And I have a feeling that this man has been to at least half of them minimum. But uh, so here we go. His name is Bo Cooper. Welcome to the show, Bo. Ladies and gentlemen, Sunday, <laughs> September 18th, the time has come where Brawl and Bo Cooper finally gets to join one of the funnest podcasts there is. And I appreciate you guys having me, man. What's up, Jay? What's up, Ryan? How are you guys doing? It's gloomy outside. Thank God. It's starting to finally feel like fall. Yeah, totally feels like That's fall. That's true. Finally. Least, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would say my favorite time of the year. Would you all agree? Absolutely. Easily. Definitely easily so yeah we're getting into the spirit and it seems like the spirit starts a little earlier each year I like agree. it's pretty much september 1st is halloween season now which wasn't Dude, i walked the case. In, i walked into costco yesterday and they had no halloween stuff and christmas shit was out already oh, oh my bad christmas stuff really stuff, sorry yeah <laughs> That's okay and i couldn't i couldn't believe it it was one of those things where i was gonna buy a bunch of halloween stuff you know as always and the christmas stuff was out i couldn't i just i was like what's going on here yeah, I don't agree with that, really. I mean, let Halloween have its glory. You know, that, yeah. that, kind, of, uh, that kind of diminishes the Halloween season, I'd say. Keep the Christmas stuff away. Yeah. Well, to hell with Costco, but I got to say the, that um, <laughs> everywhere else that I look is spookiness just coming out. Um, what is it? Halloween Horror Nights is already going on. <laughs> it's not even the middle. Right. Well, it is like now the middle of September. That's ridiculous, but I love it. Yeah, they yeah. started, uh, I think their last... Or their first uh, first entrance was last Wednesday, I believe. They opened up the, the gates, you know, and they started letting them fans go through. And it was a, a good night from what I hear. My, my, my boss was there on opening night. And he said there was a packed house. So that's good. Wow. 
Awesome. Have you, are you planning on doing universal horror nights this year? Yeah. Uh, my company trick or treat studios, my boss, uh, bought tickets for all of the employees and we're going to be, we're going to be going down, uh, to monster Palooza on the 14th, 15th and the 16th staying at the Burbank Marriott for the, for the son of monster Palooza convention center, uh, show. And then that Saturday, the 15th, we're all going as a company to, to the Halloween horror nights. You got us all tickets, which is nice. So, Wow, definitely, uh, definitely saved a dent in my wallet because that stuff's expensive nowadays. But it's always fun, and I've been supporting, you know, Halloween Horror Nights since 2007. I think it was our first time actually going uh, uh, as an adult, you know. But it, it's 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 amazing times. I mean, you guys do it every year, right? Not every year. We do some kind of haunt every year, but uh, this year probably not Universal. Where I think we're just sticking with knots. We did Universal last year. Nice. Um, yeah, and, got, and it is I great. I got my NOS tickets uh, for the buffet dinner, early entry. Uh, <laughs> yes. Get, get that Knott's Berry Farm chicken in my belly before we go check out all the, the, the fog and the monsters. And that's going to be on, uh, we're, we're rolling on October 1st, which is Saturday night, which is cool. Oh, wow. Wow. That's That'll like be right day. before we, we're going on uh, the 29th. Yeah, we're oh, there you a go. couple days before. Did you get your fat, uh, fast pass lane? Oh, yeah. Of course. That's a uh, non-negotiable. I, I yeah, cannot yeah, wait in lines anymore. So yeah, that's an absolute. Yeah. We yeah, actually I mean, I, stay at the hotel. Have you ever done that? At the actual Knott's Berry Farm Hotel? Yeah. No, I have not. It's an experience. It's it's probably the crappiest hotel I've probably <laughs> stayed at as an adult, you know? Like as a kid, it didn't matter. You'd stay at like a Motel 6 or whatever. But right. as an adult, I mean, it is, it's, they're redoing it. So maybe next year it'll be a nicer experience. But uh, this year it still should be uh, pretty junky. Yeah, wow. I'd say so. <laughs> Very vintage feeling. Very vintage uh, smells that you don't want to smell when you're paying the kind of money that you're paying, you know. Um, but they do have, I believe, a better buffet than they do at the park because it's more wow. themed. It's this carnival theme inside their buffet at the hotel, and then they have a lot of themed drinks at the bar that's right next to the uh, that's inside the hotel. That sounds fun. Yeah, so that's yeah, good. It's pretty stuff. cool. As long as, as long as there's drinks and food, I don't care what kind of bed or smells there is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, by exactly. the time you get to the bed, it doesn't matter. You need enough <laughs> drinks to where you don't smell the smells. <laughs> exactly. But uh, before we get too into anything else, maybe uh, we know you're a world-famous superstar, of course, but uh, for those who aren't familiar with you, maybe we, we should uh, dive into just a quick background of yourself, uh, you know, maybe, you know, touch on some of the pro wrestling stuff and whatever you want to share about yourself sure. maybe yeah man um I, i've been uh, a pro wrestler um since 1997 i started training out at the school of hard knocks in san Bernardino. it's a was a pro wrestling school uh, owned and operated by two former wwf employees wrestlers all around the world jesse hernandez bill anderson um my love for wrestling you know has been in me since i was a kid i don't know where it came from i wasn't a big sports guy but anytime pro wrestling was on i would always tune in and watch it my mom used to take me to all the live shows at the LA Sports Arena and Long Beach Convention Center. And anytime WWF came to town, I always, you know, begged her to take me. So I would go and see all the wrestlers live. Uh, I nice. actually <clears throat> went to an event when I was about 13 and I got to the arena early and there was a bunch of wrestlers, you know, walking in. And I reached out my hand. And I said, hey, I want to be a wrestler just like you. And one of the guys actually stopped came over, looked at me and my mom and said, hey, if you're a serious kid, here's a phone number to call when you get a little older. It's a wrestling school. 
And uh, his name was Luis Piccoli. He was a wrestler. He actually passed away, but he was on WWF and WCW and NWO and all that. He's a pretty, pretty big superstar that, uh, you know, before he passed away. But at the time, I called the number. I said, hey, I want to be a pro wrestler. And they said, well, how old are you? I said, I'm 13. They said, you got to be at least 14. So one year, you know, you got to train. I don't know what the regulations as an age thing was there, but they said 14 is the minimum of, of starting to train. So I waited a year. I called the number and I went down there a year later and I paid my 2,500 while well, my mom paid the 2,500 and uh, I started training to be a pro wrestler and it was a, a hell of a ride for almost two years. I got my butt kicked and, you know, got, got my dues paid and my, 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 you know, uh, butt handed to me by guys that were, you know, looking at me going, this is a kid in our ring. What is this kid doing here? But you know what? I stuck with it every weekend. I came and trained hard and I never gave up. I had my first match. Uh, on May 4th of 1997 against a guy named Crazy KC. I was 17 years old, so I trained for two years almost. And then I had my first match, and I haven't stopped since. Wow. Damn. So you were 14 years old wrestling with full-blown adult professional wrestlers. Yeah. Kicking yeah, your was, ass. Yeah, there was one other kid in the in the class as well. Uh, he was he was a little Mexican kid, and his name was Sonny, and he was like a little lucha kid. And he, they actually, he was a pro at the time. I think he was like 15 or 14, and they, he was already – training and, and and doing shows in mexico i mean he was a smaller guy so he would you know he was a small kid i should say mm-hmm. and he went out there and did all the lucha libre stuff and then yeah man i mean it was it was tough i mean i i, I had to prove myself you know for sure because back then it was a lot more serious than it is now of uh, breaking into the business um you know they protected it very much so it was very secretive you know you kayfabe and all that stuff and they they thought like, hey, if I'm gonna let this kid into our ring, our business, we gotta make sure he's you know worthy of being in this ring. So it was right. tough, but I never gave up. <clears throat> Damn, at at 14 years old, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was just thinking about the little honeys, you know, in grade school. So that's <laughs> that, that says something, you know what I mean? To kind of know what you want to do. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, the nine year old in me still wants to be a wrestler. <laughs> I always, I would, I would wrestle with my friends, uh, you know, when, when I was probably five, six years old in our front yard, um, I'd rip my shirt off like Hulk. I still have home videos of uh, me with no shirt wrestling around with friends. I, I wasn't very good, but <laughs> you should put those online. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Part of me has always wanted to do that. I just never took any steps towards it. So, you know, that's, uh, yeah. That's amazing, man. I mean, I don't know. That's that's one of my little fantasies. That and karate, you know, I, I should have uh, it's not too indulged late. in one of those, but I just never did. <laughs> hey, man, with the with the popularity of Cobra Kai, you know, being on Netflix and the and the popularity of bringing karate back, I think anyone can have a chance. You know, maybe you can True. join join Cobra Kai or Eagle Fang and you know Miyagi Do <laughs> or whatever's out there nowadays. You know, you could always live your dream, Jay, of becoming a, a all valley champion of karate. Well, I got the Cobra Kai jacket, so I'm on my oh. way there. Can we talk um, about Cobra Kai for a second? Did you guys watch the uh, new season? I did. I've already made it all the way through. I got through it in two days. Are we allowed <laughs> to just spoil it now? Who cares, right? Everyone's it's been seen out. It. It's been out a week. I'd say it's fair for discussion. So, Bo, I'm just curious. What is your thoughts of this show overall? Because <laughs> it's uh, so I cheesy, mean, but it's so good cheese. But it's so good. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely cheese cornball spots, and I just like kind of cringe. I'm like, ugh. But at the yeah. same time, the storyline that they have continued with with bringing back all the old school actors and and from one all the way to part four, even with the girl, you know, I mean, she's in the last episode or the latest episodes with, uh, you know, it's just been nostalgia rewind and I love it. I mean, it's definitely 
it's definitely crazy to think that like half the people that are watching it probably of this generation have no idea about the movies unless they went back and rewatched all of them or the characters in this. But for someone like us who has followed, you know, the movies as we were kids and growing up watching Karate Kid, it's been amazing. I mean, what a, what a great written show. I mean, it's definitely fun, and I'm, I'm I'm excited to see, you know, season I think six, right? Or is it seasons five, season six? I I, I guess the one that just came out was season five, I believe. Season five, yes. Well, you know, and I'm not going to spoil too much if people haven't seen it, but they definitely are opening it up for season six, right? So oh, yeah, that ending so. that ending was straight out of a soap opera, though. <laughs> I used to watch as a kid with my sister days of our lives and it yeah. was, it's the worst stuff ever, but that's what that reminded me of. Well, yeah, so the out there. Kind of, it's kind of been that way, but that was a weird but, um, what did you think of their most recent season, Ryan? I haven't uh, talked to you about this. You know, I, I, I cringe almost every time the kids are on screen. It's so dumb, but yeah. the adult stuff I really like yeah. and you, Matt Barnes I mean, being back. Like I love karate kid part three. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. The bad boy of karate or yeah. whatever. I kind of wish Mike he was Barnes. badder in this, you know what I mean? But <laughs> he's pretty dope. And some of the writing really doesn't make sense. No, I mean, none of it makes sense. kind of, uh, you know, like how did Mike Barnes end up uh, driving the, the stretch truck limo at the end? You know? I, I like that he sells <laughs> furniture now. <laughs> yeah. That too. He goes from being a bad boy to a furniture salesman. You yeah. know, right. know. It was awful. But then there's great part. I like. I have to admit the the um, Johnny doing Uber and uh, yeah. <laughs> DoorDash or whatever. Well, my hilarious. favorite my favorite quote of the whole season was Johnny when he's you know getting his butt kicked by all the guys in the house in the mansion. He says, "You think you can hurt me? I'm jacked up on White Claw and whiskey." Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a great line! I like when he right. drank the White Claw the first time. He's I think he spit it out. He's like, oh. Yeah, he said it tastes like watermelon yeah. pee. Yeah. Well, at first he's like, White Claw, that sounds hard or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty anyway. good. Uh, to go yeah, back to no. wrestling, you know, I've been to, have you ever been to a live event, Jay? No. And that's, you know, when it's, you said that, you bomb. know, I, especially in those young ages, uh, I, I so wanted to go to one of those. I guess I just never heard about any WWF events in the area or whatever. I, I would have totally wanted to do those. I remember renting all the video. Remember the oversized VHSs? Yeah. Um, that were with the great rent. With the, the wrestling ones were always those oversized ones. I think yeah, I was only like show. wrestling videos and porn were those oversized VHS cases. I remember renting yeah. all the, all the WWF, uh, the WrestleManias and everything like that. I would have totally gone to one of those and always wanted to as a kid. I just, I guess I never heard about them coming around. I went but, to, well, they uh, were expensive, uh, especially as a, you know, as a kid, you had to beg dad to take you or whatever. But I sure. went to 1991 SummerSlam with, uh, wow. yeah. it That's was the retirement one, match right? of uh, Macho Man versus Warrior, Ultimate Warrior. If I okay. remember oh, right. Wow. So yeah. where was that at? That was um, at the old sports arena in Los Angeles. It's no longer there. Great Western. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, that wasn't SummerSlam because that was WrestleMania Seven. If you're saying Warrior versus Macho for the career versus career, I was there too. And that, if that didn't they fight though? <laughs> Maybe huh? they, didn't they fight in that one? Yeah, but it, okay, it was just not retirement. 7. It was WrestleMania, not SummerSlam. Okay. No, so wait, I didn't see that. I went. So the headliner, and I remember this for sure, was Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. That's WrestleMania Seven. Are you serious? Right. I went to WrestleMania. I thought I yeah, went to SummerSlam. <laughs> no, you're getting old, man. Said. Yeah, I was there. I was there, and that's one of my favorite, you know, memories as a kid was watching 
and you know ultimate warrior beat macho and then elizabeth jumps the rail goes out there and helps macho because sherry's macho man's you know valet sherry sensational yeah. sherry start, starts turning on him yeah. and attacking him so elizabeth runs in and makes the save and then they do the big celebration of goodbye and reunite and all that yeah man that's cool right. you were there oh yeah i, I yeah, still love it classic um, one. i just don't know any of the wrestlers nowadays you know it's, uh it's hard to keep up it's I, hard I really to keep up. Up. i mean nowadays it's very very different you know i mean there's so many championships and different characters that don't really have a gimmick and there's just a lot of wrestlers rather than characters you know when we were growing up that were larger than life now it's just a bunch of you know bodybuilder looking guys or young guys that can do a bunch of crazy moves you know which is yeah. nothing against them it's just not as fun watching it nowadays because they don't have the characters that we, we once you know got to see on the screen i see yeah, um exactly. like aew is supposed to be real big right yeah, it hurts me watching that because that's basically all the guys I have been in the ring with and, and wrestled. And a lot of the guys were from Southern California. And, you know, it, it it's great that they've, you know, been successful. You know, the guys like the Young Bucks, you know, they're they're a hell of a tag team. And I worked for their dad when they used to run a promotion in, in uh, Vesperia. And they were kids, you know, training on a trampoline. And hmm. now they're on national TV. I mean, they're good friends of mine, don't get me wrong. But it's kind of like, you know, being a part of something and then never getting a, you know, making the big contract. Like I never made money off wrestling really. I just did it as a passion and a love for it. And I still do, but be, watching all my friends on TV is great, but it also is like, okay, I wish I could be there, you know, yeah, but a little bitter, bittersweet, a little, you know, yeah, bittersweet, I guess, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think this question needs to go around to everybody. And, uh, this is one of them. One of the questions I wrote down when I was <laughs> looking at your Instagram wow. yesterday, um, Favorite wrestler of all time. Mm. I'll start with mine. It's very basic, but it, it's true. It's 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 Hogan. It's Hulk. He's the OG. Ryan. Uh, mine is actually, I believe, if I remember right, although I seem to forget everything now. Uh, Hulk Hogan's best friend was Bruce the Barber Beefcake, right? <laughs> yep. That was that was my favorite. I I don't know why. I love that guy cutting was hair. It, I don't think he's really his best friend though. No, they became like best friends at the end of. Brutus's career, I think. They yeah, were like they tag teams. And, I know yeah. Macho and Hogan were, were tight for a while there, and then that went bad. Hmm. Yeah, Macho cut up. Macho, Macho did a rap song about how he hates Hogan. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Good. You remember that song, Ryan? Yeah, I think it's I, so good. Yeah, it's so Macho funny. did a whole rap album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, for me, I would say it's hard because, you know, growing up, my favorite wrestler was Ultimate Warrior, but he was like the worst wrestler hmm. when it comes to wrestling wise. Uh, you know, and then me being in the business when it comes to appreciating the athleticism of these guys, I would say Shawn Michaels probably is the best. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Ultimate Warrior is kind of known to be just like on his own, right? He wasn't like one of the boys in the room and stuff or the locker yeah. room. Yeah. Uh you know, you hear stories how he just didn't care about the pro wrestling, you know, side of things. He was just a bodybuilder and he, he had great charisma with the crowd, obviously. And he was, you know, colorful and, 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 and you know, right. a, a cartoon character. But when it comes to like actually being one of the boys, like you said, or, or actually trying to, you know, make a great match happen, he was very cocky. He didn't really, you know, want to do business except for himself. Um, and, you know, it bit him in the ass at the end, you know, people got tired of it and Vince fired him and everything. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, growing up watching him was my favorite. I, I was never a Hogan kid. Can you believe that? I hated Hogan. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was never... <laughs> That's funny. He never lost. It was just too much. I yeah. remember I would watch Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling every time it was on, man. I still remember, I don't the remember that. <laughs> what is that? It was, a, it was an animated 80, show. 84. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, I do remember that. Those were the days when I was wrestling with my friends. I'd watch r- rockin' wrestling and go out and rip my shirt off like Hogan. Hmm. And I was a little skinny white boy. Didn't look very cool, but... So wait, before we get off of wrestling, because this is well, theme parks, but I, I got to ask, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, do you watch that? I do. It's, I, it's a phenomenal show, and so it really, good. yeah, it really pulls back the curtain, you know, and in some ways good, in some ways bad, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely a, a show that if you're not, you know, familiar with the, the true, you know, ways of the wrestling world and how, you know, crazy it can be, that's, uh, you know, a show to watch for sure. Have you seen Where it, can Jay? I see that show? I'm not familiar with it. Uh, I think it's on A and E. I'm not 100 sure, but uh, I'll look yeah, it. some app. A&E. Yeah, you could find it on YouTube, I think, or something. But yeah, Dark Side of the Ring. It's a, it's you know basically a documented series of of you know different wrestlers or different you know tragedies, deaths, you know uh, drugs, anything bad that's happened in the wrestling world. They 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 do a whole program about it. That's yeah, you got to pick your poison because like some of them I didn't like because I didn't know who they were. But then there are some like about Jake the Snake Roberts, about the, right. the plane ride from hell thing or whatever. And you'll know all the names and you'll be like, whoa, they did that. They did what? So it's it's good. Yeah. Very sure. cool. Okay, final wrestling questions and then we'll move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, are you teaching wrestling nowadays? Did I say I something to that effect? Yeah. yeah so uh, what's going I, on with I, that? Well, I've, I've been a trainer uh, for the last like six, seven years, you know, here and there, different companies have hired me to, to help train their guys at different promotions and schools. Um, in the summer of 2019, I believe, I bought a ring uh, off one of my good friends and I put it in my garage, man. I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to have a very select few. If they're serious about wanting to learn the ropes, I'll, I'll, I'll take them under my wing and teach them the right ways of how to take the bumps and, and learn the business. And it's been good, man. I, I actually just wrestled my student uh, way up north at a show on Friday in Santa Maria in front of about 500 people. But it was his first time actually being in the ring with me. And he's done a couple shows here and there, but he's pretty green still, you know, and, and learning. But he did really well, man. His name was uh, nice. Frat, Boy Johnny, Frat Boy Johnny Palmer. I like that name. Frat Boy Johnny Palmer. What a name. Comes wow. out with white claws and a, and a, and a romper. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> and the crowd absolutely hates them, you know. Well, that's cool. So you're you're actually teaching in your garage, and you got the ring set up and everything. Wow. Yeah. See, man, again, that, that twice, twice a week, man. Every Tuesday and every uh every, every Thursday, we do we do classes. And like I said, it's for only select few. I, I you know I don't want to do too much public. Um, uh, advertising because what happens is you know people like I tried that once and I got a bunch of weirdos wanting to come and you know especially with it being my house sure. that's a very dangerous thing to you know start inviting strangers in and it got yeah. to bit someone hurt you know but if it was an actual wrestling school at a, at a building where I had insurance and licensing you know that's a different story but you know I'm doing private lessons now which you know is, is something which can can help these kids and I'll, I'll give them my all but if it was in a bigger, uh, you know, uh, if it was in a bigger, you know, perspective situation, like, you know, having an actual school, then I could invite anyone I wanted. But with it being my home, you know, I got to keep a little, keep a little down low. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Again, <laughs> the nine year old in me wants to go sign up where my Hulkamania tank top. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you want to uh, come take a party, I'll, I'll definitely give you a big body slam. I think I'd break my damn neck, but it'd be fun. <laughs> all right well uh man so just to switch subjects a little bit 
I'm on trickortreatstudios.com. Have you ever been on this site, Ryan? Oh, I, I know that studio very well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, this, I could waste all kinds of money on here. I, I mean, think people they do. Get some quality <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so what can we say about trickortreatstudios.com? They have, well, uh, I mean, what? Collectibles, masks, props. Do you know um, what I was surprised that they do now? And actually, Bo, if you talk a little bit about this, because during the pandemic, I don't know why, but I got into board gaming quite a bit. Um, <laughs> playing horror board games generally, uh, Arkham Horror, those kind of things. And then I see Trick or Treat Studios is either publishing or they're creating these games. To, don't they have board games now? Yeah, we have a pretty selective uh, variety now, and it's awesome. My my owner, uh, my owner, my boss, who is the owner of Trick or Treat Studios, Chris Zephro, uh, has one of the largest tabletop game collections in his personal collections uh, in the world, I and mean, he has a legitimate warehouse full of tabletop games that he owns, and he's just been a huge fan, and and you know his love for the tabletop games. Uh, and his mindset for the horror, he created all these games. And he actually, like, to be honest with you, I'm not a huge gamer. I never really got into tabletop games. I mean, I appreciate the people that love them. And, and it's, you know, it's a passion for sure. And some of the biggest conventions now are all about tabletop games. We just did the big one uh, a couple months ago and Gen Con, I believe it's called. And we did successfully well. I mean, we're, we're going to be having some amazing games come out. We've already have about, I want to say, six or seven. Um, and, you know, customers have been emailing me calling me and I've, I've sold quite a few of these of these horror themed uh, tabletop games and the, the best is yet to come because now we're going to start diving into I can't say too much because of licensing at this point but we're definitely going to start doing some of the iconic horror movies uh, for the tabletop games coming soon that would be great I um I currently have it um what else do I have I think the shining there's a shining uh, yeah it's uh, awful it's not games? good yeah it's it not good shining it is it is fun um the shining's not very good um i got a few played, friday 13th which is horrible one. which one uh, i played the jaws one yeah we played that one I actually played that with jay that one's fun but the rules in fun. some of these are just it's like yeah yeah it goes over my head sometimes yeah yeah you gotta, I mean, some, yeah, some of those board games, it's like, you really gotta kind of study and, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's work it's so, it's to so learn that crap. It's just yeah, time, time consuming. consuming. Yeah. You have to study and read the rules and set the board game up and sit there and have to, I mean, it's just, for me, I'm antsy, man. I can't sit there and, and, and play a game for five and a half hours, you know, unless it's a cool video game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same here. I, I, I'm not into the board games. I'm surprised. Uh, I don't know. Ryan's got a weird, uh fetish for those you know that's <laughs> supposed to keep your brain going so uh that's like i guess I it's a healthier option than a video game yeah i guess so yeah. um there's a guy called how to play or watch it played and um i don't know if he's done any trick-or-treat games he has like millions of followers but if you send him the your game or whatever he'll do the rules and stuff and that's how i learn the rules i don't i'm not gonna read them there's too many pages there's too much stuff so yeah it helps anyways but I will say this, man, if you're on the trickortreatstudios.com website, you know, mm -hmm. I've worked for the company now for the last five years. It's been an absolute dream come true because I've had two passions in life, honestly, pro wrestling and horror. And to, you know, get the honor to say I've done both in my life has been just an absolute goal accomplishment. You know, even though pro wrestling, like I said previously, never really made me the money, but now to have a career that actually is, you know, supporting me and my family working for a company uh, that has done so tremendously well over the last 12 years 
um, you know, we're, and I'm not just saying this because I work for the company, but I was a fan of Trick or Treat Studios, and I went to the conventions and bought all the masks from Justin Mabry and Chris, who the, who the owners are, and I actually just started talking to them and, and you know, really letting them know that, hey, if you ever want a good sales rep, I had a little bit of background in sales, and then I just kept pushing it and pushing it, and finally Chris said, hey, I'll give you a shot. You know, we have a position available, and they, they gave me a shot, and I've been with the company for the last five years, and we are the number one company right now in the world that produces high-quality Screen accurate, masks, props, dolls, action figures, purses, anything you can think of, man, when it comes to the horror-related industry, we're either doing it or we've done it. And that's that's an honor to say, you know. Yeah, I'm that looking at it honor. right now. Um, uh, and I believe that. I mean, this stuff is incredible. I'm looking through all of it right now. I wish the Bruce shark mask was in stock. It's out of stock. <laughs> well, I'll make sure <laughs> if it comes back in stock, I'll grab one. Because, um, uh, you know... I was, I'm trying to think about a, you know, Halloween costume this year. It was going to be Johnny Lawrence again, but, uh, you know, wow, this Bruce mask, it actually has the tank in the mouth and everything. Yeah. yeah. 79.99, but it's out of stock. That's sculpted by my good friend, Mikey Rotella, man. He did the Jaws mask and it's awesome. Uh, really? Shout out to Mikey wow. Rotella, man. If you want to check out his, uh, he, yeah, he, he's, he's an amazing sculptor and artist. He's done a lot for The Walking Dead and he, he, he works with us, you know, on and off. But it's one of those things where he always has done amazing work for us, man. And his, uh, Mikey Rots, that's his name on Instagram, Mikey Rots, R-O-T-S. Mikey Rots. Yeah. He's, he's him. This thing is amazing. Yeah, and you know thanks. what? I think, uh, now, do you recall that that um, maze in knots, the depths, Ryan, or oh, yeah. either of you? If you are you familiar with that, it was that kind of undersea themed uh, maze in Knott's Scary Farm. Yeah, I believe they were wearing this mask in there. If it wasn't this mask, it was a ripoff of it or a very close, you know, duplicate of this. Um, it was very possible. Stars, yeah, yeah. What do I have to type in? Jaws mask. Let me see this thing. Uh, just just search Jaws in the, in the search bar there, and it comes up. They have a. They also have an Amity Beach closed sign. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, uh, horror, I should get nights. that and put it out on my apartment pool. <laughs> have you seen the uh, in Orlando Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake? No. You should. No. You know, I, that's the one thing I don't love about our horror nights is we don't get original mazes we get kind of movie mazes which is still fun but um you got to watch on youtube this dead man's pier they they did a real good job making it look like you're near a boat on the on the wharf or whatever it's pretty or a pier i guess it's pretty darn cool mm -hmm. wow that's wow. rad yeah i i know this year they did john murdy uh great guy director of uh halloween horror nights um shout out to you john but my uh my point is, is he actually did a creative uh, original maze, I believe, this year called the Scarecrow. Yeah, Scarecrow that looks dope. Yeah, that looks fun, man. I can't wait. That's why I want to go, actually, this year is because of the original maze. Like, I don't know. I, I The thing that... So I love Horror Nights, and I'm not trying to bash it at all. But like, when you go to the Halloween maze, it's like... To me, it's not scary. It's like you just see scenes from the movie. Right, right. And, and that's still very not, cool. Yeah, and when it comes it's to not... I feel I feel that not scary farm has that vibe of Halloween feels and more of like a traditional fun monster scary fog you know which you know basically all of us fell in love with from the get-go rather than just watching like you said scenes from a movie that we can watch you know at home right um, very well said. Say, 
Yeah, I feel that, you know, Horror Nights has probably better production, obviously, than, than Universal, but, I mean, uh, than Knott's, but Knott's has a better scary Halloween vibe feel, and that's what I love about, you know, Knott's over, over Universal. Yeah, and walking through Universal next to, like, uh, Simpsons Ride and stuff, it's just not very spooky to me. <laughs> it's, it's very colorful. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah. Um, did you see though at uh, Knott's in front of Krusty Burger, yeah, and then all of a sudden yeah. here comes uh, <laughs> some ghoul. So they just announced yeah. at Knott's Scary Farm uh, the Tiki Mug Limited Edition for fifty dollars. But on this mug, have you seen it, Jay or Bo? Tiki Mug. No, no we're not talking. Uh, this is a Tiki, tiki Mug for Knott's Scary Farm, and on it is monsters from um, from Ghost Town. So it looks pretty cool. Is the catawampus on there? No, it's just just the just the ghost guys, I guess. But it's fifty dollars just for the mug. That's not even including a drink. I just wow. searched it. Is this the uh, not scary? Oh no, it's two thousand two vintage Knott's Berry Farm. This is the first year they've Tiki ever mug. done it, and blah 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 blah. Hmm. Okay. So uh, should we bring it back to horror stuff for a minute? Well, you know what I think we should get into, hmm. and uh, I think we talked about this with our guest probably a year ago or so at some wedding that we were at. Um, you know, it, he, our guest has always impressed me with his uh, Halloween season itinerary of all the different haunts that he will visit. <laughs> Do yeah. you have your itinerary together this year? And uh, can That's... you share what your plans are? Are you ready? <laughs> uh, go let slow. me get my notepad out. And uh, right. okay, go ahead. All right. Saturday, October 1st, not scary farm buffet dinner and not scary farm fright fast lane. Uh, we got you need like a you need like a uh, check or like a ding sound effect Ryan or something. Yeah, ding. Um, yeah, like a, yeah, yeah, I could uh, probably do that actually. If, uh... <laughs> there you go. There yeah, you go. exactly. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so then we got the next weekend, Saturday, the October eighth. Me and the wife we will be driving down to the Brand Legacy at the park in Anaheim, which is right across the street from Disneyland. We're just going to have dinner and stay the night, and then the next day, which is Sunday, October 9th, we're going to be doing the Oogie Boogie Bash. Uh, once again at the Disney California Adventure, which is always fun. <clears throat> then we got the next weekend. Sound effect. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, excuse got, us. Go ahead. <laughs> I love it. Then we got the ne the weekend after that is Monster Palooza weekend, which I mentioned previously, October fifteenth. I'm sorry, October fourteenth through the sixteenth at the Burbank Marriott Hotel. Uh, that's going to be the Son of Monster Palooza Horror Convention, which is amazing. If you guys have never gone, I highly suggest getting tickets and going at least one of the days because you will absolutely fall in love, man. If you guys have not been to a Monster Palooza yet, I uh, do want to go. I've been, but it's been many years, and I I'm long overdue. That was so fun. I'd like to actually stay in the hotel there. Let's That'd do it. Be a great trip. Let's do it. I've done Let's it look once. Into it. Let's look into it. I like I like the Burbank one uh, a, a lot better than the Pasadena one. Pasadena one's bigger, but I just feel that the the, the Sun of Monster Palooza is more intimate. It has more of a carpeted feel, which is like a hotel. You know, I don't know. It's weird. I say carpeted, but I love like the carpeted look when you're inside the yeah. convention. Right? It's like a big empty concrete warehouse kind of look. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a great time. And if you guys at least can go one day, I highly suggest it. But then that Saturday, the October 15th, I got Halloween Horror Nights with my company, Trick or Treat Studios. Uh, thank you, Chris, for the tickets. Yep. <laughs> Thursday, October 20th is, uh, an event called Delusion. Have you guys heard of that? Oh, have you done it before? I did it last year for the first time and I will say it's worth every penny. I cannot get tickets for it. You must have got them early. 
Yeah, they go quick, man. They go quick. I mean, I sign up for the for the you know pre-sale tickets online and the email, and then when they go up, you know, we snag them. And I, I I can tell you this, man. I mean, I was hesitant because it is pricey, and I wanted to go for the last like ten years. And my buddy went a couple years back, and he said, "Dude, you have to go at least once and see it for yourself." And it's just an immersive play, and you're involved with the you know a storyline. And it, the, the the last each year they take different venues, you know, creepy venues, but this one last year and this year is at the phillips mansion and that's if you look the if you look at the history of the phillips mansion it's like one of the oldest houses in the world and it's really really creepy and old and, and it's really spooky but i don't want to say too much but basically you're involved with a group and there's a whole storyline that you have to go through the house and figure out clues kind of and you have to figure out you know where to go and the characters can actually grab you and take you into different rooms selectively and they could like make you stay there until you figure out how to get your group out. i mean it's just crazy and uh oh, the wow. production they do is, yeah the production they do is amazing i mean it's off the charts with this production they do so uh just to get into delusion for a little bit before you move on because this is a haunt that people have talked about forever and it is supposed to be one of those experiences it starts at about i think it's 90 to 135 do you do the vip uh, last year we did the VIP. Um, this year we didn't do the VIP just because, I mean, the VIP for me was basically, I mean, it was, I don't know if you're going to go for the first time, I would do the VIP cause you're going to get an extra room, uh, pre to the entry of the, of the, of the show. You get to go into one room and hear like a story and then you get an extra private bar. Um, but for me, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to go and just rock the whole thing, you know, and not worry about VIP this year. Cause like I said, I mean, we did the VIP last year and it, I don't want to say it's not worth it. But if you've never done it, I would suggest doing the VIP at least once. That way you can see what it's, you know, worth okay. for your money. That was basically the question I had. Another person told me, too, that the VIP doesn't feel quite worth it, but to do it the first time. So it's kind of funny that you said the same thing. Yeah. All right. What else you got going on? All right. So then uh, I got October 24th, Night of the Jack, which is at the mm. King Gillette Ranch in Calabasas. Have you guys ever done that? I have. Uh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Jay doesn't do anything. Um, I don't do anything. I stay home. So can I just tell you, the night of the Jack is, it's awesome. Right. But there is one thing. There's one thing. They, the pumpkins aren't all pumpkins. Someone was telling me. Really? Someone, someone told me, I don't know. Maybe you can look into this. What are they? They're carved uh, like styrofoam stuff. So they're not Uh, all actual pumpkins. And when I I went there, I was like, these are all pumpkins. Wow. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah, I, I would assume they're not all pumpkins either because of how many there are. Yeah, right. Me being naive and old, oh, no, no, you should see this thing, Jay. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. It's literally, it's like two miles, Jay, of just walking, but like in open air, all you're seeing in like the distance is just thousands and thousands of like carved pumpkins hmm. or carved styrofoam. <laughs> but it's like right. the setting is amazing. Like it's just beautiful grounds, you know, it's, it's just a, it's, it's nice. This is in Calabasas. Yeah. Yeah. Night of the Jack. I mean, it's just, it's something to take a chick to, you know, or, or your family you more than it's not scary. It's not a haunt or anything. It's just very beautifully, you know, visual. And, uh, it's, it's definitely a fun, spooky little treat to do in the, in the, in the month of October. If you want to get your taste for carved jack-o'-lanterns glowing in the night. <laughs> well, I say us three go, and we we have our own romantic hold hands with the fake pumpkins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, so that then, sounds interesting. Okay, so let's keep going. All right, Friday, <laughs> October twenty eighth, 
I got tickets thanks to my boss once again. I owe him 500 bucks, but he got us really good pre-sale tickets to see actual Danny Elfman at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. What's and Danny Elfman doing? It's just, a, it's a, yeah, go, sorry, he, go ahead. From what I know, he's doing his whole Boingo Boingo set that he did at the, um, what's the, what's the, he just played somewhere. I forget what it's called. Um, where was it that he just did the, what's that, what's that? What's that uh, three-day event? And it's like in the desert. What's it called, guys? Come on. Uh, Coachella. Um, Coachella. It's um, yeah, Coachella. Um, Coachella. Yeah, and he did his whole set there with Oingo Boingo plus original songs, and he's going to be doing that as well. Last year, we went to the Nightmare Before Christmas Danny Elfman um, orchestra thing they did at the uh, Bank Arena, and it was a nightmare, but the show was cool, but getting there and everything, I don't even want to talk about it, but, uh, yeah, so that's going to be awesome to actually see Danny Elfman perform, you know, Boingo songs. Cause I, I'm a huge Oingo Boingo fan. And every year we go and see the Oingo Boingo former members, but obviously Danny's not there. And to get to, to get to actually see Danny Elfman sing Oingo Boingo songs is going to be a, you know, amazing experience. All right. Here's he a, quite uh, the resume. Here's a quiz. I mean, all those Tim Burton soundtracks and everything. How right. old is Danny Elfman? Sixty-nine. I would say, I would say sixty-six. Sixty-nine. How'd you get that? Just because of that number? I'm, you're, I'm oh, looking at his Wikipedia. You're a gross guy. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll you give know. it to you. Sixty-nine. No. Anyway, I mean, he's got quite the resume, though. I mean, all those classic soundtracks. You did the Batman score, Edward Scissorhands. It's him or John Williams, man. It's like they run Hollywood. True. Huey yeah. Herman's Big Adventure. Oh yeah, that's right. That classic Pee Wee mu- uh, music. Yeah. Did you know, Jay, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure, that the biker chick is Elvira? No. I didn't know that either until recently. Remember, she's like, she's like, I say we kill him. And then, like, or, yeah. you know, like that's Elvira, dude. That's Elvira? Yeah. No kidding. I didn't I gotta know go that. rewatch that now. I know. I learned that. I was like, what? Wow. No, that's All incredible. Right, three, we let him go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, that's crazy. Did you know that, Ryan? Uh, no, but as he said that, I had to look <laughs> it up, and there she is. Wow. So she's I guess, so why did we not beautiful. recognize? That? Yeah, she is. I think she's still pretty hot. Um, but yeah, wow. No, never knew that. What? A, that's a little Easter egg for the podcast right. there. Yep. All right. So wow. Saturday, October 29th. Last year you were with me, Jay, but it was a very short-lived. We went to my company that I uh, do security work for here in Simi Valley at Harley's Valley Bowl. They're going to be doing at the the bar. They're going to have their annual Halloween bash, and I'm going to be actually the host. Me and Carly are going to be the Creepy Coopers host of the Halloween bash party. Uh, my boss is really adamant about wanting to make the whole bar very spooky and decorated and have some... I think the band this year is going to be uh, Motley Crue cover band, uh, Ozzy Osbourne cover band. There's one more I can't... Yeah, it's going to be fun. Once I get the flyer, I'll definitely send it to you guys. And if you guys want to go, I'll put you on I'll, the list. I'll plan on being there, man. I need I need I a redo your... from last year. I, uh, <laughs> I uh, your had sister a little definitely... too much to drink. <laughs> your sister already messaged me saying she's for sure going so right right so yeah i'm down with that that was fun i, I forget what the band was last time it was another cover band um i think it was uh i don't remember but i remember 
it was good. Whatever it was, I remember they, they, they did a great job. I, I heard you had a Phil Collins uh, <laughs> um, dedication or, you know, tribute band recently. Did you happen to experience I, that? I did not. I was not there, but I heard he was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds interesting to me. I, I, I like a good Phil Collins. For sure. But, me too. Uh, <laughs> well, wow. So where do we go from here? Um, Is that know, it? Nope. I, I mean, Sunday 30th. Just doing some What's pumpkin that? Carving. Sunday the thirtieth. Yep, just gonna do a little pumpkin carving with me and the wife and uh, our neighbors, and then uh, Halloween night, I'm just gonna go down the street to one of my best friend Rob's house, and he has a really cool immersive display. He has over 120 carved uh, foam pumpkins that he lit, you know, lights and displays on his yard, and he has a whole like haunted mansion uh, little theme that he does, and he gets thousands of people coming all across, you know, and. He, he's not on the SoCal hot list. I wish he would be, but he, he definitely has a really cool yard display. So I'm just going to go there and watch all the trick-or-treaters, have a couple beers, and just enjoy the night, man. Hmm. I was yeah, wondering was fun, how Bo see- spends Halloween. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, how does a uh, – yeah, it's like how does Santa Claus uh, celebrate you, Christmas? How do you spend <laughs> Halloween, Jay? What do you usually do? Uh, you know, last last year I hung out with this guy. I, I, I was on I a weekend. It was close to Halloween. It was close to. That Halloween. doesn't count. I mean, I I'm saying on that. Halloween. Um, I, I walk the streets by myself in my costume and, uh, you know, rob kids for bags. What else would I do? Nothing like a sixty year old man walking the streets in his <laughs> costume. <laughs> what do you do, sir? I you honestly do candy? the most annoying thing you can do is you try to watch horror movies but the damn door keeps going off, you know? Yeah. And it just keeps getting interrupted. It's actually not, like, I like the buildup to Halloween. I don't love Halloween because I don't think I do anything good on it, you know? It's horrible. <laughs> I want to go yeah, to a like theme the park on Halloween some, some year. Yeah. I think we Last did knots on Halloween one year. We did. It was yeah. empty. Really? That's yeah. Crazy. It was really empty when we did it. On Halloween nights, that's very much empty. That's crazy. Well, you know, it ended up being on not like empty, a Monday. Or something. Crazy. Yeah. So that like might have random helped. Random weekday. Yeah. True. What is it here? It's Sunday, right? Or no. Is it Sunday this year? No, I think it's Monday. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So I have like I have a ton of questions that I'm kind of curious about. Um, since you are now our resident haunt person. Uh so there's a few that you didn't list that you're not going to this year, and I'm curious maybe they don't make the cut anymore. Uh sure. SeaWorld. Didn't you do that one last year? I did that. Um, that was definitely an experience. Um, when it comes to Carly's never been to SeaWorld, so me and the wifey, we went out there and stayed the night, you know, previously. And then we went to SeaWorld during the day, you know, got to see Shemu and all its glory and then had fun, you know, watching all the animals and sharks and everything, which was great. The nighttime haunt, um, you know, I don't know if they've stepped it up hopefully this year, but there was only three. There was It was the first year they did it. And, you know, we're giving them credit where credit's due. They tried, but it was cheesy. It wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but there was actually a cool show, though, that they did. It was like a vampire circus show, and that was awesome. I mean, that was really fun to watch and very spooky and cool and acrobatics and all that. But the actual haunts were just quick. They weren't very long, and there wasn't a lot of scare actors. There was just a lot of, like, scenery, I guess you would say, to look at, like, Nothing, nothing spectacular. So hopefully right. SeaWorld, you know, learn from their mistakes. And if they're going to continue this, doing it every year, they, they're going to, you know, continue to grow. But if you've never done it, I would say try it. But I wouldn't, you know, give your hopes up and think it's amazing like Knott's or, you know, Universal. 
Uh, I would not have high expectations for Sea World, a Sea World haunt, especially I'm surprised first year. they would even attempt it. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever go to the WB lot when they did that? That one, maybe two years. I, I know they did it one year. I did not go to that. Me either. I was like, I'll go next year, and then I don't think they did it. Yeah, they stopped it. Oh, uh, okay. What about a uh, Queen Mary? Queen Mary, man, was one of my favorites. You know, me and friends have done that for years. Um, they're not doing Queen Mary anymore. Queen Mary is basically shut down. It's oh. going to be him. Didn't know that. Really? I think it's they're, sunk what are they going to do with it? I think they're destroying gonna, it? Man. Yeah. Wow. No kidding. I didn't know that. Wow. Look it up. Queen Jay, Mary is an right icon. Now. Yeah. yeah no. Let me look, look that up, up right now. Uh, while you look that up, Six Flags, Magic Mountain. No? Six Flags. I did it once uh, for Fright Fest. Our friend, our girlfriend got us free tickets. And the problem with Fright Fest is that it's just so much walking because the park is so big. And it's like the mazes were so spread out. It's like, okay, we're going from one end of the park all the way to the other just for another maze. And there was only like four of them. But it was spooky fun and it was cool to see. But the monsters there are pretty cool to look at, like the Scare Zone actors. Um, But other than that, man, the mazes aren't that great in my opinion. What about so? Just to pause um, yeah, for one second, for what I'm seeing for Quick Queen Mary is that it's shut to it's being shut down to um, for critical repairs. They're putting in this is of January of this year, so I don't know if this is up to date, but they're they're pouring five million dollars worth of repairs into the ship, and until they're completed, it it will be closed. I don't know if mm-hmm. they've decided to just close it, but. Uh, so hopefully the Queen Mary is just being um, repaired and will come back. Cause yeah, would, that, wow. Have you guys done yeah. the Queen Mary haunt? Yes. I love not, it. Not the haunt. I've been to the Queen Mary. Oh, but, you haven't uh, done it, Jay? I thought I, I went with you I once. I think I ever went to the haunt. Mm. Unless my uh, brain cells are that fried and I don't remember. It's but, pretty cool. Yeah, the cool thing about that is that, you know, it's, it's you're on an actual, like, supposedly haunted ship, and you go in the bowels of that ship. I mean, they take you deep, like, yeah. six stories down below, and there's, like, crazy creatures yeah. and, and all that, you know, going down the hallways, and it's just really spooky. And they have uh, Queen dancing. Queen Mary spooky, whether it's Halloween season or not. So I would think uh, a Queen Mary haunt would be, uh, you know, where it's at. You love to yeah. dance, Jay. There's a dance floor, too. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice. Yeah. Uh, what about the LA Hayride? Is that what it's called? I think it is. Yeah. The I've, done it twice. I've done it two years in a row. Um, it's, see, here's the thing with the Hayride. The Hayride itself blows. I hate the actual Hayride because it's, you're on it, you're, you're <laughs> literally, you're literally on a tractor in a big hall, like a big stall thing that you have 50 people crammed in, sitting in like legit dirt hay, and you're just covered in dirt and filth. And you go up and around the park, and then it's basically just seeing in the distance, you know, scary monsters that are like, you know, doing their little thing in the in the in the darkness and all that. But the hayride itself sucks, man. Uh, you know, no offense to the hayride people, but I wouldn't spend money on it again. The mazes, though, the little three little mazes they have are actually pretty fun. They're 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 they're, they're, they're actually pretty creative, and uh, the the hayride, you know, atmosphere is really cool. But to spend money on on the actual ride itself, and you, and plus, even with the VIP. Because we did VIP, we waited like two hours in line with VIP oh. just to go on the ride. So it wasn't worth it. Yeah, I'm not paying. No way. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a waste. <laughs> what about? Um, have you ever done or curious to do an extreme haunt? Like McCamey Manor. Um, I yeah. think is one that comes to mind. 
as much as I love to be scared, man, and, and I love the horror and all that, I don't want to be claustrophobic and I don't want to go through, you know, shock treatment and, you know, actual real spiders <laughs> and getting, you know, putting a coffin and all that, man. I, I, yeah. I don't like that. Have you I, seen that's those? another Jay? level of, uh, no, I, I mean, I guess I can understand what you're saying, but like, no, I haven't seen necessarily anything that's, what did you say, an extreme haunt? Yeah. They basically, so. like, what is, what is, the, what is the true definition of that? Like what Bo's saying, they're taking you to these crazy extremes. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay. the one I, I can speak for McKamey Manor because I've watched a lot of videos on that one. It's an eight hour haunt. So it lasts for eight hours. There is a safe word that when you want to be done, you are done and they will mm -hmm. take you out and the haunt is over. Most people only last like an hour or so. Um, I can't imagine what they do for eight hours, but they, they'll waterboard you. They'll put like scorpions on you and spiders. Wow. And like he said, put you in coffins and just like the craziest stuff. So it sounds like um, kind of like torture slash uh, fear factor type stuff. <laughs> but there's a wait list for it. Or there used to be. I don't know if it still is going on. But that just shows a lot of people want to do this, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with Bo on that one. I you know, I love the haunt, you know, the horror spirit and everything, but I'm not looking to be waterboarded necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I wouldn't do that. I mean, it's just that's putting yourself through torture and it's like, okay, cool, I can I can handle my ego going through it knowing that I'm gonna try, but you know, who wants to get legitimately, you know, slapped choked shocked stung yeah you know right just to say that you're in a haunt i mean it's it's pretty crazy i mean if you watch the documentary like ryan said it's it'll show you some of the things they do you know yeah and it's so funny they'll be uh signing the waiver right while they're signing the waiver some guy's like slapping them like come on sign the waiver sign the waiver like <laughs> wow yeah it's like before you even start you're already getting your butt kicked or whatever but Jeez. I'll, 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 mention, I'll mention one little thing if you guys you know are interested in something to do that's cool there's a little there's a little art gallery in pasadena called sugar mint gallery uh and every month or every other month i should say they do an exhibit where they hire artists to do a theme of you know different pop culture movies or horror mostly horror uh but the cool part about if you're going to go down there is it's literally connected right next to the actual michael myers house mm. so it's it's literally the next door neighbor is is the actual myers house from the 1978 movie um and then all the filming locations are right down the street from there as well like from actual how haddonfield and all that and it's a yeah, cool little cool. experience yeah it's a cool experience yeah i, I would be down i've to done do that, that. i want to go to that myers house it, yeah i was gonna ask does it still look like it Oh yeah, hundred okay. percent. Yeah, from what I've seen, uh huh. Yeah, I mean, they still have like the bushes that he crept around and everything like that. I think it, all that is still is still there. I've seen some YouTube videos on that. I want to go hit that uh, filming location up for sure. And it's really cool because when you're walking down Pasadena, like South Pasadena, and it just it really feels like you're in the movie, you know, of Halloween. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So many good filming locations in, in uh, Pasadena there. All those Back to the Future locations and stuff, too. Definitely. Any other uh, questions for the guest? Ryan? Yeah. I got a few more, actually, because I'm kind of curious. Do you remember your very first haunt attraction that you went to? You know what? I do. And it's people. I asked John Murdy about this, and he said, Yeah, I kind of remember, but that was before my time. I remember going to Halloween Horror Nights when it was literally just a tram and they took you through like actual mazes in the tram. And I remember there being a Michael Myers. I want to say this was like 92, like I was 12 or 11, 91, 92. And my mom's boyfriend at the time took me and I'll never forget seeing Michael Myers. And it was like a crappy mask, but it looked <laughs> awesome as a kid seeing, you know, Michael Myers up close, but 
I, I try to do my research on that because I, I really can't find too much advertising advertising of, of when that was. But I know exactly. it was Universal. It was 91. Yeah. It was 91? Yeah. That, well, that was yeah. the first year they had it. Yeah. Well, remember, yeah. they did it for a couple of years in the early 90s, and then they stopped. <laughs> and then they brought it back. In, right whenever but so what do you so did they go through the whole tram tour did you go through yeah. jaws and king kong and everything like that do you remember jaws. if there was any kind of halloween stuff done with those attractions not specifically those but i remember like once you're done with that they took you into a separate little area where they had like the you know mazes or per se but you're on the tram like you go through like a scare zone and that's where like when michael myers was and all that and mm-hmm. yeah man I, man I miss king kong though that was the best Oh, me too. I know. R.I.P. The original. Mm-hmm. I know. The new one with the screens just isn't cutting it. I, I miss the old animatronic uh, Kong attraction. R.I.P. But I I, can't, I've always... I can't go to Universal anymore. Sorry, man, go ahead. Like, no, I'm sorry. As, as long as... I, I, I can't even go to Universal anymore because it's just so much 3D visual. It makes me sick. I, I know. Yeah. It just gets me, you know, motion sickness, you know? I'm with you. I try to hold on to the memories of the 80s and 90s, uh, you know, how Universal was. But, yeah, it's it's a very different park. But, I, you know, I've always known about those original horror nights or whatever they were called at the time in the early 90s of Universal. There's, Like you said, there's not much info out there on it. There's no YouTube videos. There's not much online about any of what that exactly was. So the just the fact that you've uh, experienced that is very unique. And I've always wondered like, what exactly did they do? Cause yeah. you know, now the terror tram is just dropping you off. It's, it's literally a five minute ride and you're dropped off to go through some walkthrough mazes, the Bates motel and the world of worlds and whatnot. And, um, yeah. So I've always wondered, and from what I've heard, the, the one from the early nineties, you'd go through the whole, the whole tour, but it was, uh, you know, it was haunt. It was the haunt tour, whatever. It was uh, Halloweenized, and so yeah. I've always wondered what that is because I've never seen any footage of that or anything. I was wondering, like, did they do anything to Jaws? They turned the water red or something, you know? Not that I recall. Not that I recall. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, um, of, I'm looking online. Sorry, Ryan. Real quick. Speaking of Terror Tramp, you guys go this year. Uh, the movie. Have you guys seen Nope? Nope. Nope, yeah, we haven't nope. seen Nope. We've talked about Nope a lot, and I, we've seen the set. Is it good? I went, through the, I went through the set. It's it's fun. It's a definitely it's definitely a crazy little alien flick. But um, if you do see it, make sure you watch the credits and see the special thanks to Trick or Treat Studios at the ending. <clears throat> oh, oh, very cool. Yeah, my, my nice. boss Justin reworked on the uh, on the suits, the mask for the aliens and everything. So that's awesome. So it's an alien. Well, maybe movie, now huh? I'll see it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so here we go really quick. So it was 92. I was wrong. I thought it was 91. It was 92. Um, was that the year when Penn and Teller was there? Hmm. I'm not sure. Because that's when I went. The very first year I went, Penn and Teller was there. I remember you said you went one year. Yeah, it was 92. I think they did My it dad for took like, me. Yeah, I think they only did it for a couple years, right? Maybe 91 and 2 or something like that. I mean, according to this stopped. website, which is really weird, uh, it says 1986 they had a terror tram with no mazes. Then in ni- then they didn't have one until 1992 where they had the terror tram and two mazes. That's what I remember. Yeah, and then 97. So then they didn't do it again. <laughs> then until 1997 they did it, and then it looks like they kept uh, kept going from there. Uh, no, yeah. 97 to 2000. Then they took a six-year break, so then 2006. 
is wow. when it's uh, 2006. Yeah, I think they've it's kept still it going, going since then. But yeah, there was a long time where they didn't do it, which is interesting to me. Like, I wonder why that is. You know, it was Halloween not big business as it is now back in the early 90s. I guess it must not have been. It must not have been successful. Or I wonder what the story is there. Fights. Yeah. Maybe fights. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm looking. So uh, 2021, never go alone was the tagline. 2022, never go alone again is the tagline. That's so universal. To just like kind of yeah. rehash the, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jay loves Universal. Yeah, question for you guys. Yeah. Question for you guys. Out of all the mazes that you guys have attended, out of all the parks, etc., like what would you say stands out in your guys' mind as the best maze that you can remember? You know what stands out? The first thing that pops in my mind, I don't even know if this is true, but it's the first thing that popped in my mind is the one I brought up earlier, the depths at Knott's yeah. Berry Farm. You love that. It was huh? very original. I love the un- underwater concept and the sea creatures and the great white sharks and all that kind of stuff. That yeah, one pops awesome. in my head first. So um, you like that over, um, what's the Calico one with the Catawampus? Oh, yeah. Um, Origins. Origins, right? Yeah. You like that over that? Uh, yeah. That, that, those are kind of like neck and neck. Yeah. Neck and neck. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just... I just went with my first thought, so I guess the depth wins because it, it popped in my head first. But uh, yeah, that's a that's another great one. Uh, I don't know if you ever experienced that one, Bo. That was kind of like a um, not nostalgic maze. They, oh, they kind of oh, yeah. revisited a lot of the old stuff, uh, you know, some of their old haunts and you know, old Knott's Berry Farm history stuff. Yeah, that's the cool thing doing- about. Yeah, they are. Yeah, depths origins. They're all back. Yeah, okay, hopefully. Cool. What about wife, uh, Mesmer? The wifey likes the wifey likes the Sarah Sarah Marshall. The person Sarah Sarah is that a name? Sarah Marshall? Yeah. Sarah Marshall. Yeah, is that a knot? Yeah, that's a knot. The witch's one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay, yeah. I think that's yeah, Origins, that the one. Curse of Calico, right? Right, the Curse of Calico. Right, that's that's that historic one. I think my favorite maze. Uh, and it's not really a maze, but with Santa Claus Mountain, it always comes to oh, mind. Oh yeah, of course. The Do you remember ride. that one, Bo? No, no. Where's that? That oh. was a um, that was a log ride, um, you know, overlay uh, maze, I guess, whatever haunt attraction where it was Santa Claus Mountain, Claus C L A W S, and it was a uh, Christmas horror themed version of the log ride so they had all oh. these kind of demented christmas characters and a crooked saint nick you at know. knots yeah <laughs> and they only did yeah. it like one year i think and that's another one of these things where there's like very little info online 94 and 95 that's it okay so they did wow. i was gonna say yeah, i was thinking maybe it was just one year but i think that was that might have been the one of the first years <laughs> Never we mind. went to scary farm 93 94 95 three years okay made it three years but there's like no youtube footage there's no like you, you can find very little on that one online but that I sounds great being, i would have loved to seen that it, it was, was great uh, it was wicked what about you um i like the dark ride oh at, yeah at, yeah that dark ride at knots yeah that like cool yeah i love that one um for universal i would say probably I don't know. I loved the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm-hmm. That was really, really cool. And the way it smelled and everything, it's just awesome. You know, the cotton candy and everything. It just brings Halloween 3, which I'm really wanting them to do again. Um, have they done Halloween 3? I, I don't, don't think they've done Yeah, I don't think so. 
Now, I, I thought they were going to do it this year. There was a rumor that going around that they were actually going to do a whole Halloween three, but they pulled the plug on it for some whatever reason. But yeah, hopefully they'll do a Halloween three because that's one of my favorites. Um, I heard. I think this is still just a rumor, but I think um, Dark Ride is going away after this year. Oh, Dark Ride a- and Pumpkin wow. Eater for sure is going away. Pumpkin Eater has got an RIP pin, and I think Dark Ride might have an RIP pin. So. Pumpkin wow. Eater's been there a, a while, yeah. but uh, yeah, so we got to make sure to go on Dark Ride this year. Have you guys done the buffet dinner? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We do it every <laughs> year, man. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> got to get chubby before we walk in there. Well, let me ask Should you guys I this. My... <clears throat> Sorry, well, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, have you guys done uh, Reign of Terror? Oh, yeah. That is a great local haunt. That is a good one, yes. Yes, yeah, we, I sure. haven't done it in a couple the last couple years, but uh, we we have done it many times. If I'll you, be honest go, though, the price is kind of scaring me away now. It's yeah, expensive. It's, it's yeah, getting they're, expensive. They're, is it still in the Jans Mall in Thousand Oaks? It is. So there's are they still in that same location that they've always been? No, they switched it. It's like uh, on the ground level now. It's it's not upstairs anymore. Mm, okay. Which, probably took a hell of a lot of work to do. I mean, that's crazy how much stuff's up there and they had to reload it to another location. Have yeah. you ever done their, I think they do a Christmas one. Don't they do a, they do something oh. else. Yeah, they do a Christmas one. I have not yet to do that. Yeah. I'm interested in that one. And so, but it's, it's not a scare maze for Christmas, is it? Yeah. <laughs> do they have like uh, elves jumping out at you or what? I think so. Hmm. <laughs> that's interesting. I haven't, it's like Santa Claus mountain, but one. walking through it. <laughs> You guys, wow. you guys remember Santa Claus Village? Oh yeah, I went there yeah. as a kid many time. Yeah, exactly. that's like one of the most nostalgic things ever. Did yeah. I think I was I the only the commercials? There. And you know what? I remember like being near there, driving by there with my family and stuff like that. But we can never go there. <laughs> like I don't think I ever what, went. What a tease! But I, what a tease! I'll never forget. <laughs> I got to tell this story real quick. My parents um, had the biggest fight I've ever seen in the world going up to Santa Claus Mountain. And the, the reason why, it's so ridiculous. We're driving up and my mom wants to take us to Santa Claus Mountain. And my dad says something along the lines of, we don't have the money to do this right now. And so we we go back to our little, we're staying in a cabin up there for a day or two. And my dad was hiding money in his shoe that my mom found. And it was a all like a out drug dealer. Oh my gosh. It was like this. What does he do with money in his shoe? I mean, <laughs> this guy like hangs drapes for a living. Why is there money in his shoe? Um, but anyways, we ended up going to Santa Claus mountain and I'll never forget or Santa Claus uh, lane or whatever. And yeah, it was great. Did you go to the good witch's bakery? Oh yeah. Yeah. I totally remember. Those. Oh my God. I remember hearing that in the commercial. <laughs> go to the good witch's bakery. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously you went, Bo, how did you like it? It was definitely an experience. I mean, I loved seeing the commercial. And my aunt, my aunt lived up there. I, I want to say it was like Crescent. Where was it? I don't even know where it is now. Like, was it? Past... I'm thinking it was near like Carpinteria area. No, no, no. Um, You're thinking of Santa Claus Lane. That's that's different. Oh, this was an actual theme like, park, kind oh. of. Where San Dimas or something? No, I want to say it's like Arrowhead or something or something. Yeah, some of the mountains like up there, like almost by like Arrowhead or like. Uh, okay, I was thinking of Santa Claus Lane. Yeah, so y'all are talking about the, the Good Witch's Bakery is Santa Claus Mountain. Yeah, 
Santa's Village. Santa's Village. Santa's oh, Village. Santa Claus Village. <laughs> okay, Santa's yeah. Village. <laughs> yeah, and Santa Claus Lane in um, Carpinteria, you know they took that Santa down. He's no longer there. Really? Yeah, which is a total bummer. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I'm looking it up online. I'm seeing Santa's Village in uh, East Dundee, Illinois. California. Yeah, no, Lake I was right. Lake Arrowhead. Lake yeah. Arrowhead. Okay, I definitely never went to that one. You I missed was out. close to... Santa Claus. Whoa, you see uh, pumpkins in the pines. What the heck is this? Now there's something else I need to go see. Hmm. (laughs) Pumpkins in the pines. Add it to the list. (laughs) So what do you guys have? What's your itinerary? I mean, you guys got anything cool to do this year besides knots? Just knots is in the books at this point. Um, Maybe something else. I wanted to go to Oogie Boogie. That thing sold out real quick. Yeah, I actually wish we would have gone to Disneyland instead because they did a Disney's Not So Scary ticket sale. And I've done Oogie Boogie twice now, and it's fun. It's definitely worth it. I mean, if you, it's just an experience to see. But I like Disneyland better because you can actually go on the rides. There's not really much for me at California Adventure. Yeah, same here. So now what exactly is the Oogie Boogie bash? What is that? So it, it, the whole park is decked out. They do like really cool lights and, and, you know, the characters are walking around and they do an awesome Halloween parade. They have treat trails that you go through kind of like little mazes and they get candy. I mean, we come home with like pillowcases of candy, dude. It's crazy. Um, nice. It's, it's just a family oriented fun, you know, thing to take, you know, either a girlfriend or a wife or even your friend, you know, you can always go and just check it out, but it's definitely family oriented. It's not scary. It's not, anything you know crazy but the lights and the immersiveness of the feel of halloween is there for sure i mean you definitely feel like it's halloween they play music throughout the park spooky music um it's just a fun event i mean it's just okay. awesome that sounds cool <clears throat> yeah i've never been to the oogie boogie bash but uh maybe i need to go you got to go to uh, carthay circle and get a manhattan it's the best drink in the park oh yeah that's the best thing about california adventure it right? really is <laughs> what is it called Carthay Circle is, uh, it's kind of, where, where is that, Jay? It's like before you walk it's, down that Hollywood. Uh, it's kind of in the main stretch of California Adventure. You're walking down that main road right when you go in and it's to the left, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they have a Manhattan that's just, I mean, it's it's to, it's to die for if you like, you know, bourbon. It's it's delicious. And the theming is very cool. It's like an old school, like 40s, like 1940s style hotel type of thing. And, uh, awesome. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. So I think we've went pretty long. Yeah, we're like my, nine hours in. Yeah, oh. <laughs> my uh, we usually go about an hour or so, and I think we're over that. But uh, it's been a it's been a mega episode. It's been mega. a great episode, I'd say. Yeah. Any other question? Any other questions for our guest, or any other thing you would like to uh, plug or uh, you know put on the record, Bo? Uh, no, man. If you want to follow me out there on Instagram, it's uh, at Brawlinbo B R A W L A N Bo. 13 uh that's my pretty much main source of social media um yeah just keep uh keep rocking guys i love your guys' uh, podcast man it's fun you know to sit here and have a great conversation regarding all things horror and halloween related with you guys and this nostalgia fun memories man it's always a pleasure to talk with you jay and ryan so thank you guys for having me well we appreciate you being here uh the time has flown by thank you so much for uh taking the time and doing this um Absolutely. we very much appreciate it um, was there anything else you had to say, Mr. Ryan? No, just uh, thanks for coming on and obviously open door here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you definitely got to come back. I mean, for sure. 
Thanks, Thank guys. You. I appreciate it. Man. Happy Halloween, fellas. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Best time happy of the Halloween. year. So on that note, happy Halloween to all of our listeners out there. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, follow us, Park Junkies one on Instagram. We need followers. Please, please follow. And uh, that's about it. So happy haunt season. My name is Jay. For Brawlin' Bo Cooper and Ryan the Booze Hound, what are we saying? You know what we're saying. Out. Out.